Whether you're new to the Wiregrass area or you've been here your whole life, you're going to learn something new about the community. Hey, this is Bethany B. and this is episode 46 of Welcome to the Wiregrass. I have two guests with me today. I have Bill, the coordinator for the Marine Corps Reserve Toys for Tots. And then I have Mike, who is his goon. That's what he told me. Yeah. His words, not mine. <laughs> Hi, guys. How are you doing today? We're doing real good. Thank you for having us. Yeah, uh, doing doing great. Thanks. And Mike, what is your official title other than goon? I used to be the Toys for Tots coordinator for many years, okay. and then we had to give it up. And then Bill decided he wanted to pick it back up again. So I'm sort of helping him out, learn the ropes, and he's doing it his way. And so when he needs help, he calls me. Perfect. <laughs> You're kind of like his right-hand man. Absolutely. Right, right-hand man, lefty. <laughs> so first, tell me a little bit about both of you guys, just so we can get to know you as a person. Okay. Um, I grew up in Mariana, Florida, so uh, pretty close to here. Was born and raised there in Mariana. Went to school at uh, uh, University of Florida, and I joined the Marine Corps uh, when I was 25. I flew C-130s in the Marines. I did 10 years active duty. I did a couple deployments to Afghanistan. Uh, I got out of active duty in 2014 um, after 10 years of active duty and moved my family and I back here to Dothan. Um, my wife's from Dothan, so this was coming home for us after being um, you know, moved around quite a bit. And uh, we've got three, three children, three girls. And uh, so I've been back here since 2014, and I'm a, uh, a flight instructor, contractor for the Army. This is my first year as the uh, Toys for Tots coordinator. It's going well so far. Very it's going, it's going cool. Good. Thank you for your service, too, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. My brother was a Marine, so I know oh, Okay. That. <laughs> All right. Great. Great. And then what about you, Mike? Well, I came here from Toledo, Ohio, 19 years ago, and I joined the Marine Corps League back in 06 when we first started Toys for Tots. I was in the Marine Corps back in 1967 and 1970. I'm a Vietnam veteran, so I'm old. And uh, when we did Toys for Tots, we did it for a couple of years. Another guy was a coordinator, and then he left to go to California. I missed the meeting, and I was unanimously voted in to be Toys for Tots coordinator. It's usually how that works if you yeah. miss the meeting. <laughs> exactly. And I, I did it for 10 years, and then in 2015, I was a coordinator of the year for Region 4, which is out of 104, 140 different agencies in the seven states that we take care of. And we've helped out a number of children for a number of years, and uh, we're starting it all over again. Well, thank you for your service, too. You're welcome. How did you, I know you kind of just went over this, but how did you both get involved with Toys for Tots? What made you want to be a part of it? Well, I can say, like like Mike said, through the um, Marine Corps League is really what is, is, is how I got involved. Mike was in the Marine Corps League, so when I, when I first joined the league in uh, 2017, I got a little exposure to the Toys for Tots campaign that year. And just through my involvement with the uh, Marine Corps League, and we've grown in the last couple of years, we had the opportunity to, the league did, to uh, get the Toys for Tots campaign again. And so we, so we took that opportunity, and, then, and, I'm, and I'm the coordinator. So it's, it's, it's really the, the effort of the Marine Corps League that gets the Toys for Tots campaign run. It, it's not just me as the coordinator. We have a great group, local group. That's how I got involved, and that's how I became the coordinator. Very cool. Were you voted in as coordinator as well? Like, it's more like a voluntold <laughs> is, 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 is how we refer to it. No, it's just, it's just a great opportunity. Um, it's a uh, reserve 
program, and I am a reservist. So as a member of the league and as a reservist myself, uh, it was just a, you know, I just couldn't say no to that. And it was a great opportunity. So we're Definitely honored to have team it. Yeah. To do it, <laughs> it does. Absolutely. So what is the Marine Corps Reserve Toys for Tots? This started back in 1947 in California with a Major Hendricks. His wife gave him some dolls to pass out to uh, some families for Christmas time, and he couldn't find any organizations that wanted them. So he took his Marine Corps Reserve unit and started Toys for Tots. And he did, they did picked up over 5,000 children at that particular time. And then in 1948, the Commandant of the Marine Corps thought it was a great idea, so he turned it over to the Marine Corps Reserve. The Marine Corps, Marine Corps is noted for fighting men, but now we're also noted for Toys for Tots at Christmas. And that toy train that you see, the, you know, the logo of Toys for Tots, in 1948, Walt Disney did that. Major Hendricks knew Walt Disney, said, hey, I need something for this. And Walt Disney sat down and drew out that train, and that's where our trademark came for the train. Cool. I did not know that. And there's over 800 different campaigns in the United States, Puerto Rico, Virgin Islands, and everything else. Each run is run a little bit differently. We run down here. We do five counties. And uh, so we take care of those five counties. We have 12 different agencies that take our applications for us. They know all the qualifications. They tell, they interview everybody. Then they sit there and sign up the, the families then we make sure we, they get toys then. And how many families do you help a year? Does it vary each year? It varies each year. What do we got? Well, far as children go, we're right now we're at uh, over 2,300 children uh, applications we uh, have in to date, and, they're, and there'll probably be a few more come in, um, but, that's, but that's how many children we're looking at this year. You just answered this, but who does Toys for Tots help? Obviously kids. Is there an age range for that, or what type of kids does this help? 12 and under, and then it's really anyone in need in the five counties in the Wiregrass area, southeast Alabama. So uh, we've got a really good network with all the um, local agencies that, that, that already help families uh, in need. And so they're really the conduit for the, the uh, request for toys. So people will find out, um, hey, where's, where's, where's the nearest agency that I can go sign up? By going there to sign up for toys, they're also made aware of other programs that they may qualify for that'll help them as well that they may not have known about. So it's a win-win, uh, and and so they get plugged into other other areas that that they can benefit from as well. Can families still sign up for those applications, or is that the deadline? Yes, that time has passed, and we are we are we we've, we've transitioned from applications to now we've you know had boxes in the community now for uh, well over a month month and a half and so now we're starting to collect the toys from the community sort them and then starting to fill these orders because we've got as you can imagine with uh, tw- over over 2300 kids that's a lot of labor to get each family their toys in a bag and 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 you know it's going to be more than one toy per child so it's uh it's quite an undertaking and we we have uh, over over ten different agencies that we have spread out over a seven eight day period picking up these toys. So it's just it's so much work. You have to spread it out, and we'll be working up until the twenty first just just to get these toys out back to the agencies, and then that's where the families will go and collect the toys from there. So uh, it's it's a you got You got to kind of plan it backwards pretty far, and you know from the experience that's 
that's that's what it takes. So you, you have to shut that application time off in order to give yourself time to collect and get them sorted. So yeah. you guys are like Santa's helpers then. Basically, well, we, we coordinate with the agencies, but 211 is our biggest help. They sit there and take care of all the different agencies. We sit down with them. We have a meeting in October. That's when the agencies start actually taking the applications. They pick out their time and dates that they're going to be doing it. People call into 211. 211 will also tell them. They'll, they'll go down the qualifications with them, and then they will direct them to the agency to fill out the, and tell them what they need to take with them to fill out the application. And we close up on November 19th. So this way, the agency's got all together, got all, all together, and then Bill had to have all the applications in his hand by December 1st. So now we are just going to start. In fact, we are going to start filling applications tomorrow to get a head start of all these different you know, families that we had to take care of and for different agencies to pick up. So you guys are obviously very busy until the 21st of December. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and even after. So. Well, see, now... We're, I'm with the older group, you know, because we most of us uh, had to give it up because we just got older. So we work during the day. Bill's going to have other people coming in at night to sit there and take care of everything. We're going to try to get it ready for him, get some of the applications done, and then when they come in, they'll take over. So it's going to be going back and forth. Plus, we got to go out there and pick up the toys, count them, separate them, so we know what we have, and take it from there. Can people still donate? In those boxes? Oh, definitely. They can go all the way. They can donate anytime they, you know. Even we're going to pick up the, some of the boxes. Some places say, hey, we, we're going to have a party or we're going to be doing a big thing on the 18th. We need the toys now to start filling the applications, mm-hmm. but we can go back later on and do it. We have a box here at our, the radio people. So if you're listening and you want to donate, stop by. It's right off of Montgomery Highway, so you can donate toys that way. What type of toys... Do can people donate? Well, what we'd like is new unwrapped toys, and from ages from newborn up to twelve years old, boys and girls. Um, so just anywhere in that range, uh, preferably under thirty dollars. We'd like to keep them at a you know more uh, lower price. Um, so yeah, that's what we'd like: new unwrapped toys for that age range. And how can people know, like, where to donate? Is that on your website, like, where the box locations are? Yes. Well, the simplest way to find a box location is you can just dial 211, and 211 will direct you to a nearby box location. Um, another way if you to donate, uh, if you'd like to make a monetary donation, uh, one easy way is through our website. And our website is thewiregrass.toysfortots.org. And, or you can just Google or search um, Wiregrass Toys for Tots, and it'll and it'll pop up. So on there, you can you can make a donation um, just by putting in your credit card number and the amount, and then that money will go into our account, and then we'll use that money to purchase toys. That would probably be the easiest way. If you did want to write a check, I recommend you could call two one one, and they'll give you an address to mail the check to. Also, make it very important is. Every dollar that we collect and every toy that we collect stays right here in the Wiregrass for our five, you know, counties. We actually have to send it up to the foundation, but Bill has a charge card. The money that's donated goes into his charge card, so this way we can go out there and buy toys as we see, as we need them and everything else. And it also carries over to next year. So the foundation never takes our money that is donated to us. 
So when you guys get the money donated, do you yourselves go out and buy the toys? We do, yes. And and we buy them from local vendors, from okay. uh, local businesses. So again, the money stays local. We could purchase online, but I think just in the past, where Mike's told me, we have we have a good relationship with several of the businesses around here. So we do like to spend that money local as well. And, and you know, some of them you know, we have tax-free uh, and we have some discounts as well that uh, allow us to get the most for our for our dollar. And now on your website, I noticed there was the virtual toy box. Can you explain? Is that kind of what the money thing was? Nope. That's see the uh, virtual toy box is something more at the kind of national level. Oh, okay. That that's um, so anyone and they just started that this year because of COVID. It was uh, hey, how can we donate without having to get out of the house to go? If I want to donate a toy rather than just sending cash, you can go on. You can find it through our website. Those toys will go to the overall campaign, and then they'll be distributed through foundation. That's a pretty unique way. You can go online if you want to buy a toy virtually. You can you can select a price range and, and even an age range for the toy, and you can look at that toy and say, I want to buy that. When you buy it, it goes into your shopping cart, just like if you were buying from Amazon, and you put your uh, card information in and purchase it right then. So That's, that's such a, a good idea. It is a good <laughs> idea, and, and I think they're going to get it in the future. Logistically, it would be a little more cumbersome to get that toy delivered to us, you know, like one toy at a time. Yeah. But that could be something in the future that, hey, I want to purchase this toy electronically through the website, and it stay in my campaign. One, one way to ensure sure that your purchase uh, or your donation stays in the area are to, to, to donate to the local um, white boxes that are throughout the community or monetarily, you know, through the through the website. Like you said, you have a box right here. 211 also has a box in theirs. But uh, the funny thing is every dollar that the foundation collects, they use that money, 97 cents on every dollar goes to buy toys. And then they sit there, they... All 800, if you fill out your application in advance, we get supplemental toys from the foundation. This year, we got three pallet loads of toys that they purchased with the money. The three cents goes to buy all the box supplies for our boxes, our posters, and everything else. And what they do is they take all this money, they put it up, they invest it, and any money that they make off their investment is what they pay their people with they have 13 people taking care of all 18 or 800 different agencies so if the money goes up they get raises if it doesn't there's a certain amount that they will make sure that they always get and the foundation always takes care of everybody here too now can people donate all year round or is it mainly just like around the holidays they can a lot of a lot of different campaigns actually have um christmas in july if somebody goes out there and buys a bunch of toys and they contact 211, Bill or I will go over there. We're going to have a storage unit that anything that we have left over, because we are going to be done by the 21st. Some people sit there and going to be dropping toys off on the 23rd. We store them for next year. And then uh, if somebody wants to go out there, a lot of times people go out all year long and they find a $30 toy they mark down to $5. They buy it. And they buy enough of them, we will pick them up. Or they can hold them until 
we start collecting, which a lot of people have done too. Through our website, you can you can get to an email address that I will continually check. It's not going to like the you know the site doesn't go dormant after Christmas. So I mean it's still active. So if people reach out with questions. I mean we'll still be in contact with them. I'm not I'm not going anywhere. So yeah, no, we can continue on if they have ideas um, or fundraisers that they want to raise toys uh, or money for toys for tots. You know, outside of the, the typical October to December window. Absolutely, we'll be available for that. I know some people actually start Christmas shopping like in January. <laughs> My yeah. dad used to do that. So <laughs> I know a lot of people would buy gifts around that time too, which is weird to think because it's right after the holidays. We have, we've had, I say we've been doing it for a number of years. Mm. We've had a lot of people do that and they store them. I used to have to go to one lady's house and take our trailer <laughs> because she would pick up all these toys and then she would save them. And then she'd call and say, okay, I got all these toys here. So we had to go take the trailer over and load them up because she didn't, you know, looking for all the deals. And that's, she loves shopping. <laughs> and you find a lot of big deals after Christmas. Everything's all discounted. And then one other thing I noticed on your website was peer-to-peer fundraising. What is that? That's off the um, national website. Oh, got but it. That's, okay. uh, but that's, where you, that's just another way of fundraising. Let's say a business would want to start their own fundraising page they can they can do that and that that's kind of outside of the local campaign but that's but that's i mean that could be a great opportunity for a local business who wanted to do something above and beyond they could kind of start their own little campaign uh, and then toys for tots the foundation will 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 help them do that there's anything else you guys wanted to add that we didn't touch base on 211 i can't emphasize that enough as far as helping us out and helping out the community it's so easy if people can't get a hold of us or don't, you know, if they dial 211, they will tell them exactly where to go to, you know, to do what they want to do. I used to have a lot of people write checks and mail it right to my house. We do have a post office box for the Marine Corps League that they can sit there and go there. They can mail it to 211. They will get it to us. They make it out to Toys for Tots. We'll send it up to the foundation. The foundation again puts it back into our thing. 211 is a great help. I wish I knew that. Like when I moved here, more about 211. <laughs> well, they, they are, they're wonderful. They, they help out anybody who needs any type of human services. You call 911 for an emergency, mm-hmm. but you call 211 when you need anything else, such as somebody paying your electric bill or helping you with your electric bill, helping you with clothes, helping you with food. And uh, during all these um, disasters that we had here with Hurricane Michaels and everything else, 211 was instrumental in finding refugees places to go to stay, you know, to, you know, because hotels were full. Yeah. And people come up here and didn't know where to go. 211 was able to sit there and help them find their beds and everything. So you can't say enough about them as far as how great they are in this community. Super resourceful, too. <laughs> very much so. Very much so. <laughs> I don't know what we would do without them. <laughs> well, I, 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 was, I was on the board for a number of years. And when I first took over, you know, Toys for Tots, I didn't know what to do, and David sits there and says, hey, I'll help you out. Because the other guy, we only did one county, he had a phone, so he didn't have that many phone calls. And I'm thinking, oh boy, what am I going to do? And David sits there and says, I'll take all your phone calls for you. So he, we, that's when they jumped right in there to help us, and I, he got all the agencies to come on board. Whoever want, or whatever agency wants to do it, if they make that meeting, they, we can sit there and sign up their you know, clients. And so right now we've always, we have 12 right now. You never know how many more is going to be coming in. And being again, we didn't do it for the last couple of years, so it's all a rebuilding year again for us. So we're really trying to get the word out there about as far as getting the toys and stuff in here. 
I've actually learned quite a lot from you guys because I've always <laughs> seen the boxes around, but I never knew more about it. Obviously, you buy the toys for the kids and everything, but I didn't realize that it was like uh, the Marine Corps Reserve and everything behind it all. Years ago, it used to go, everything used, went up to Montgomery. They would lay out boxes here in Dothan, and that's where our when the Marine Corps League started up, they petitioned the foundation in order to sit there and become a you know campaign. So this way, everything got to stay right here. People don't really realize how much you know that toy is, and they don't know what do you, what do I buy? And I always tell them buy something that you'd love to have because mm-hmm. that child would love to have it too. What would you want to give your grandchild, your children? Buy two, put one in the box, one to them. I mean, it makes it so simple on that. But it has to be new and unwrapped toys. Even bring your kids with you to help you shop. They're interested in it. Other kids will be too. Years ago, uh, KB Toys was here in town. And we were out in front in KB Toys. We had a Marine Dress Blues. And uh, one kid went up to, he had his grandmother with him. He said, Grandma, I want to buy that. And Grandma said, nah, she said, that's awful expensive. But I want to give it to those people out there. Yeah. Grandma bought it. Yeah. So here is a train set that he wanted to donate, and I think he was something like nine years old. So you get all these stories, and we've been doing it for so long, we're getting people now coming back to us who we helped out years ago are now paying it forward again. So this is something that keeps on going. You're, we're giving a hand up rather than a hand out yeah. because some of these people, they just can't afford to have a Christmas, and who would want to wake up without having anything under a tree we're not going to school anymore years ago, but they, when they went to school, everybody says, what'd you get, what'd you get? Yeah. And you get a kid that's sitting there and I get nothing. Yeah. We don't want that to happen. Mm-mm. That's such a cute story about that little boy who was nine, because then you're teaching your kids, grandkids, about giving instead of just receiving and taking. Right, and you know that, that's what a lot of people do. They sit there and they have their child come out there and put it in our box mm-hmm. for us and everything. I mean, they're looking in the, in the box. And, <laughs> I mean, every kid, their eyes get real big on you know all these toys that we collect. When they explain to them where that toy is gonna go, I mean, they really understand mm-hmm. it. And this is gonna sit there and go on for later on also. Such a great cause and they're still collecting toys, so make sure to check out their website. Can you give the website one more time? It's uh, thewiregrass.toysfortots.org. And then, of course, you'll see the boxes all around the Wiregrass area, too. So make sure to get your toys in there, because it's all going to go towards helping families who need toys for their kids. And bring right here to the radio station. Don't yes. be ashamed. You know, always love it down here. <laughs> 3245 Montgomery Highway, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. There you go. <laughs> I've said that way too many times. Well, uh, thank you, Bill and Mike. I really appreciate you guys coming, taking time out of your day to come talk about this. Oh, you're welcome. And without the radio stations coming out there, we couldn't do our job in the community. So we're thankful for that you're allowing us to do this. We're thankful for you guys for doing everything that you do for the kids and family. So thank you guys. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to episode 46 of Welcome to the Wiregrass. Brought to you by the radio people.